0: Chris Minns, State Opposition Leader. Morning, Chris. Good morning, Marcus. Thank you for your time, mate. Uh, Well, asset recycling, debt financing, uh, no matter what you call it, it's still flogging off stuff that's owned by the people of New South Wales.
1: Yeah, a big part of this debate is not being revealed by the New South Wales government, but your listeners would know about it, and that is that the assets owned by the government and the people of New South Wales produce a dividend. Give money to the New South Wales government each year. Now, once you sell off those assets, you lose that income stream, and it has to be raised either with taxes or you go into deeper debt and deficit. So, yeah, you know, Marcus it hasn't been talked about a lot, but New South Wales has the largest is on track for the largest debt net debt figure in its entire history, both in absolute terms and in percentage terms. No longer have the assets to help pay down that debt, so it's got to come from somewhere.
0: Mm. Now, Mac, uh, Mac Keane um, is enunciating apparently what a treasurer should be enunciating, and that's in order to continue to continue to build, we've got to look at financing options. We've always had a balance in this state and will continue to do so going forward. This is Dominic Perrottet. Now, at the moment, I can say the government does not have any plans, but if they
1: do come up, we'll certainly make them public. Well, yep. do you take him at his word? No, look, it's infuriating. A couple of things here. Firstly, at the last state election, the then Premier said to the people of this state, look, no more asset sales. We're not going to do it. If you re-elect us, we've had enough of privatisation. They immediately reneged on that promise. The second point here is something the ACCC said, Rod Sims. He said, what's happening with privatisation is that you've got unregulated monopolies being held by private companies and the costs are being passed on to the consumer... And as a result, you're damaging the economy. So it's not working out for the taxpayers of this state. It's not working out for the budget. At the end of the day, if you privatise these things, they'll be held by a private company. He'll be taking it from the pockets of the people of Western Sydney in particular Mm. when it comes to tolls. That's a great example of it.
0: Yeah, well, as I mentioned, Aidan called the program this morning. He wanted me to pass on this information. For a a person travelling from Campbelltown, so the MacArthur region, to Chatswood to work every day, is spending $900 a month on tolls. I mean, that's outrageous.
1: Yeah, huge impost on the families of Sydney. We put in $2.3 billion in tolls. Each year, every year, we've got reports of families in the northwest and the southwest paying between six dollars and $7,000 a year in tolls yep. just to get to and from work. So, Marcus, I think it's a hidden and secret tax on the families of New South Wales. But as you say, it's got the added yep. deficit of, of being privatized. So the money doesn't go to the New South Wales State Conference. It goes to a private company. Yep. Uh, and it's, for many people, they just can't afford it anymore.
0: Well, no. (laughs) You're absolutely (laughs) right. They're not going to be able to afford it. And the problem is, if it's $900 a month now, what in the hell is it going to be in five years' time?
1: Yeah, you've hit the nail on the head there. The contracts the Liberals have signed mean that a 4% annual increase in tolls is the way of the future for the next 20 years, double the rate of inflation. Double the rate of inflation. But this is the thing about privatisation, and I just feel it's a real fallacy The government always says, look, we need to sell these assets off because we want the money to build infrastructure. But they refuse to say to the taxpayers of this state, of course, if we sell off the company, we no longer get the income from that company. That money has to be raised from other places. And you've seen that with electricity assets. I'm also worried about Sydney water and Hunter water, to be perfectly honest with you, Marcus, because those are monopolies. You can't buy your water from anywhere else. And the government should be really ruling out ever selling as essential pieces of public infrastructure.
0: Yep, absolutely. Now, I had Helen Dalton in the program. She says uh, that uh, the shooters, fishers and farmers are joining with yourself and all opposition parties, in fact, to force the government to stamp out pork barrelling. Uh, she's suggesting, first and foremost, uh, because of these documents that you've obtained in order of Parliament... Uh, Let's have a look here. The government has selected their own MPs, so government MPs, to choose where funding goes in non government seats. Now, that, how on earth is that going to stamp out something like future pork barrelling, for goodness sake?
1: That's right. I mean, you've got Helen Dalton, is, she's not in my political party, but she is tough. And, you know, heaven help you if you stand in her way. Yeah. Uh, and and she feels that you're not doing the right thing by her community. Um, look, yeah, we are. We're. we're talking to the independents and the other non-government parties because we've discovered this situation, which is really appalling, where some National Party MP, often a backbencher, more often than not someone that doesn't even live within that electorate, is the decider of where grants are being spent in the country. So, well, that's
0: the example I mean, that Helen threw up at us this morning. Steph Cook, the uh, the neighbouring National Party MP, Steph Cook, makes decisions on funding in Helen's seat of Murray, even though she doesn't represent Murray, Steph, that is. She then travels to Murray to cut the ribbon and take the credit for the announcement, while the local MP is excluded from everything.
1: Yeah, I think, it, look, after... A decade in government, Marcus, it, they start to believe the taxpayer money that they collected their own personal money. And they're starting to dish it out almost at whim. Uh, now, we've been making the point that the government's been spending money not on the basis of need, but on the political needs of the Liberal and National Party. And this is the latest evidence, which is pretty outrageous. I mean, Steph Cook doesn't even live in the seat of Murray. How would she know what that community does and doesn't need? Uh, yep. You know, we've got to stop this because it's rampant. And at the end of the day, it's not their personal piggy bank, Marcus. It's the taxpayer money of New South Wales.
0: All right. Good to have you on, Chris. Thank you very much for your time, as always. We'll talk Um, again next week.
1: A pleasure, Marcus. See you soon. All
0: right. There he is. State Opposition Leader Chris Mins.